Welcome to the Feminine Principle Podcast, supporting women to let go of the ghosts from their past by exploring the hidden side of their female psyche with shamanic shadow work for women with your host, Nicola Lucy. Hello, ladies, and welcome to this episode of the Feminine Principle Podcast, where today we are exploring the comfort zone and psychological safety. And so we all have a comfort zone, both internally and externally. It's the place where we feel most safe, secure and stable. It's what we feel most comfortable with. And so some aspects of our lives will stay the same externally. For example, the environment we grew up in. We may still be living or living near the place where we did grow up. Or it may be in our career or in our workplace staying at the same company that we started at just after college or university, working our way up through the ranks. For others, it may be our friends. We may have the same friends that we had at high school or at college or at university. And so again, we are still keeping that comfort zone of what we know around us. And then, of course, there are the partners that we choose. We may have been married for a long time or in a long-term relationship. And then this relationship therefore becomes our comfort zone. And so the comfort zone externally manifests in so many different ways. And yet it also manifests internally as well. So for example, internally, we can repeat the same patterns the same unconscious patterns that have been a result of wounding trauma and conditioning that we've been exposed to when we were younger. We can continue to believe the same things, things that maybe have been conditioned into us by our parents or by our teachers at school or by other family members or our friends growing up. And therefore their beliefs have simply become our beliefs without us really thinking about where that belief comes from. And then there's the behavior. For some of us, we may actually still behaving exactly like we did when we were a child, repeating those same patterns because we are still trying to get our unconscious needs met. We're still saying things that we don't really mean. We may be manipulating others to get our own needs and to get our sense of identity taken care of, to be loved and maybe accepted. And so again, we see how our internal nature, what is going on on the inside is also very much our comfort zone. And yet we've all heard of the saying, when we move out of the comfort zone, this is where the magic happens. And so we have experienced this at some point in our lives. It's where we've reached a limitation and we've changes come along and we've needed to change. We've needed to change our environment our work, our career. We've needed to chase our financial status. We've needed to change um, who we are on the inside. We've needed to change who we are on the outside. And therefore, as a result of this change, we have grown. We've evolved. And in doing so, we have expanded our level of consciousness and understanding. We've moved beyond our limitations and stepped more into our potential. 
And so this is fundamentally how we do experience ourselves outside of that comfort zone. And then what happens is that once we go through that initial change, we find ourselves in a new comfort zone, a new comfort zone where we will start to feel safe and settled and we'll start to learn and grow within that comfort zone until we reach a limitation again where we've actually outgrown that comfort zone. And again, we'll have to go through the exact same process to break out of it. And so in my line of work, obviously I see comfort zones all the time. Clients will come to me because they are simply stuck in a relationship or they'll be stuck in a repetitive unconscious pattern and they'll be stuck in that relationship. Maybe it's with themselves or maybe it's with somebody else, but they just find themselves keep going round and round and round in a loop. And therefore they know that something needs to shift that they cannot continue to repeat this unhealthy pattern over and over again, that there must be something beyond it. But no matter what they do, um, how much therapy they go to, they can never seem to tap into what is help, what is making them feel stuck. And so this is obviously where they arrive at my door because they are at this crossroads. They've outgrown a comfort zone. Now, the comfort zone, because we do think of that place where it feels comfortable and warm and it's, it's holding us, this is actually not the case. The comfort zone is actually our wounding trauma and conditioning. Our comfort zone is actually the victim archetype as a re- that we've created as a result of that wounding trauma and conditioning. Our comfort zone is the pain and the suffering, those emotions that we really don't want to feel, that we are sick of feeling and yet we just can't help being triggered by them over and over again. And so our comfort zone is that land of pain and suffering. It's the land of our identity, of our sense of self, because our story that has been created from the moment that we were born including all of the wounding and the trauma and the conditioning that we've been exposed to growing up, is our identity. It is our comfort zone. It's our story. And so who are we beyond that story? Who are we outside of that comfort zone? And this is the challenge. This is the challenge that we all go through, whether you're a client of mine or you're not. Because to move out of the comfort zone and to really know thyself is to let go of all of those patterns of behavior. Is to bring into our conscious awareness everything that has been hidden in our unconscious that actually no longer serves us. And this can feel very, very scary. And in fact, it's this aspect of the self that we really are afraid of breaking out of. We're quite happy to take flight. We're quite happy to stay in our hiding. We're quite happy to stay in freeze mode or fight. Because to go beyond that, to change on an inner level, to change our behavior, our thought processes, to change our relationship with ourself, that can be very, very scary. Because fundamentally, we do not know who we are on the other side. 
And being in that unknown space and in our power and our potential is much more frightening than being in the story and in the wounding and the trauma and the conditioning of how we've been living our life for however many decades we've been alive. And so to really move out of our comfort zone, it takes a very deep sense of feeling safe. And so for most of us, when we come to this inner work, it doesn't feel safe. We've spent so much of our lives escaping our emotions, ignoring them, hiding from them, suppressing them, that when it comes to feeling those emotions so that we can move through what has been hidden in the unconscious, that's the challenge. It's too challenging for us because we've not been equipped with these skills. And so coming back into the body, we need to be assured that we are safe. It is psychologically safe to feel what we feel. It's psychologically safe to see what we see. And it's psychologically safe to validate what it is that we experienced when we were young and that we have continued to experience through the unhealthy patterns that have been created from that wounding and trauma and conditioning. And so feeling safe fundamentally is the way in which we do come back home to self and start to break out of that comfort zone of our, the illusion of our identity, the illusion that was created from that wounding trauma and conditioning and all of those belief systems that actually do not reflect who we are beneath the surface. And when we start to feel into this psychological safety, we're starting to come back into the body. And so that then we start to see how our external world no longer reflects our internal world. We start to see how the life in which we've been living and the relationships that we've been manifesting have been fully our responsibility. They've been our responsibility because we have simply not been aware of how we've been creating those relationships from the wounded self. And so in that moment of realization and that moment of deep self-awareness, of awareness of self, we are separating from the wounding, the trauma and the conditioning. We're separating from the comfort zone and stepping into our power and our potential. And what we realize when we step out of the comfort zone of our wounding, trauma and conditioning is that we've actually outgrown a lot of the relationships that we've created on the outside. We've simply outgrown them because they no longer resonate or align with who we are on the inside. Because every time we've gone through that process of separation on the inside, we've integrated more of the self. And when we integrate more of the self, we recognize who we are, what we want and what we don't want. How we want to thrive and not survive. How we want to create our own reality rather than having our reality created for us from the wounding and the trauma and the conditioning that we've been exposed to. And so when we step into this understanding of the self through the comfort zone and the psychological safety, we really start to become more whole. 
we can really start to feel that we are responsible for feeling safe in the comfort zone, the comfort zone that we are now creating from our empowered self, from our heart and not from the wound. And also, as we start to create our reality from this place, we recognize that while it is comfortable when we get there, that we reach a limitation very, very quickly. And when we reach that limitation, we're no longer afraid of it. We're no longer afraid of meeting that limitation in the self because we recognize that we've simply outgrown this aspect of our life as well. And therefore, it's our choice if we want to step through the door and see what's on the other side. What more of our potential could possibly be waiting for us? Potential that is yet to be explored. Potential that is, as of yet, unknown. And so this is when we step into our power. We're stepping into our power by giving ourselves permission to welcome the limitations of our comfort zone so that we can find out who we are beneath them. And so I'm no stranger to this breaking out of the comfort zone. I'm no stranger to meeting the limitations within my own psyche because this is my classroom. It's where I do my deepest work and then when I've done the deep work, I can then bring those lessons out. I can share them with others. I can share them with those women who wish to work with me. And so even right now, I'm moving beyond a comfort zone, a comfort zone which can be seen as patterns within patterns and cycles within cycles. And this pattern really began last November. And so last November, I gave up smoking. And so this may surprise many of you, but yes, I'm a smoker. I actually started smoking at the age of 13 and now I'm 46. And I have smoked on and off for all of those years. However, back in November, I had bronchitis and I knew that the time was coming where I really did need to stop. And so like all addictions, it takes time to enter into that process of quitting. It takes a lot of willpower and strength to quit an addiction, especially a physical addiction like smoking or alcohol, for example. And so I did quit smoking and I had to work through the the cravings while my body went through its change because the whole biochemistry in my body did change. And therefore it took a moment for everything to settle. And so what I was experiencing in that moment was moving out of my comfort zone. The amount of times in a day when I would want to go and reach for a cigarette just went in that moment to give myself pleasure and to give myself a break, but knowing that I couldn't. And so I was stepping out of my comfort zone every time I moved through one of those cravings. And then obviously the biochemistry starts to settle and the cravings get less. However, that journey didn't end there because now here we are in January. And so what I realized is that Now that my body has calmed down and it's starting to find its balance again physically, obviously all of the reasons why I started to smoke back at the age of 13 have started to come to the surface. I had to go, I've been going back to when I was 13, to that moment when I began to smoke. 
However, what I realized was that I had to go back a year before to when I was 12. And this year, this particular year, when I was 12 years old, was one of those years in which everything fell apart. My parents got divorced. We had to move from my family home, from my childhood home, to a council estate. Everything changed overnight because my mum had to go back to work full time, working nights as, an, as a nurse. And so suddenly, and not only had we moved house and my family had fallen apart, but my mum was also gone for most of the time because she had to, she had to provide an income. She had to provide for both of us. And not only that, but later on in the year, my brother, um, he had a very serious road traffic accident and he ended up in a coma and that also then took my mum away because obviously she needed to be by his side. And so there was so much disruption in that year, so many scary things where I felt separation at its deepest point for the very first time in my life. Consciously, I was having to work through a myriad of conflicting emotions and suppressing emotions because I didn't know how to cope with the trauma after trauma after trauma that I was experiencing and I didn't have the adult help or awareness to help guide me through those times. And so obviously within, the, within my 13th year, when my 13th year began, the way in which I coped with all of those emotions and all of that trauma was to smoke. I needed to smoke. I wanted to smoke because it helped me to fit in. It helped me to fit into this environment that I found myself in, which I found, I felt like I was a stranger within. But it gave me a sense of belonging. It gave me a sense of being in control, of being able to control what it was that was making me feel uncomfortable in my environment. And so this is how my relationship with smoking began. And it's continued all throughout my life. And so over these past few weeks, I've, as I've given up smoking, I've now had to face these deeper wounds. Going back to that one year, revisiting how all of the beliefs and the behaviors that came about as a result of that one year were still trapped within me. Unprocessed emotions, unprocessed grief, unprocessed anger. I was furious. I was furious that everything changed. I was furious that I was thrown into a life that I really didn't want because I wanted the comfort and the beauty of growing up again. Back being at primary school where everything was functional, back being at home in the home where I grew up in. I wanted it all to go back to them. And so here I was dealing with a very angry inner teenager and she was still held in that victim archetype and I could see how that victim archetype had become my comfort zone all of her thoughts her behaviors her belief system were actually still impacting my own life right now and I could see and feel that victim archetype energy and how powerful it was how deeply embedded it was in me and it had been suppressed through the smoking but here I was, here I am exploring this side of me, being in relationship with that teenage girl once again, as she's come to teach me so much more about myself, teach me about what she lost and what she still grieves for, 
teaching me about her vitality, her energy, her passion, what she wanted to experience and explore but couldn't because she just didn't know how to because she was so ingrained and embedded in the trauma of what she was experiencing. And so this is just an aspect of how we can work out of our comfort zones and how our comfort zones have so many different layers, so many different layers of pain and suffering, of identification with archetypes which actually no longer serve us and yet they have such a deep purpose in our life. And when we can find the relationship with these archetypes within the self, they can really help us to experience more of the self because each of those archetypes really just needs to feel safe, needs to feel safe to be able to express who they are, what they are feeling, what they are experiencing because growing up, they've never been able to. And so therefore, it's our responsibility as the adult, as the inner mother, to listen to our inner children, to listen to those aspects of the self which are still crying out for help, which are still keeping us in the comfort zone of the wounding, the trauma and the conditioning. And when we are able to do this work and face the inner self on this level, this is truly where the magic happens. And this is the greatest gift we can ever give to the self. And so ladies, let me ask you, where do you feel too comfortable in your life? What aspect of your life do you feel that you've outgrown and yet you feel scared to change? Where is your comfort zone showing you that there is inner work to do? What aspects of yourself are you holding on to that actually no longer serve you? Are you ready to break free from the ghosts of your past, to live with more freedom and a clear sense of purpose and inner confidence? If so, book a chat with me to explore the potent magic of one-to-one shadow walking sessions at thefeminineprinciple.com.